Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Are you ready? Yo, what up, what up? It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know, just listen. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do? Welcome, everybody. This is officially the first episode of the Up and Up podcast. Officially. Can we get a can we get a hand clap in the studio one time? Yeah, it's lit, it's lit, it's lit. Um, yeah, for those of you first-time listeners out there, obviously, um, hence the name Up and Up. This platform is uh, built to provide a platform for those who are living that lifestyle, who are grinding towards their visions, their goals, and their dreams. And, you know, we just kind of want to give them a space to create and, and share what they got going on, right? Exactly. Right? Couldn't have said it better myself. And the man to my right is a definition of living on the Up and Up. For sure. Uh, we got owner, operator of Cafe Oval, located in Seattle, one of the most thriving coffee cafes in, in the city. We got Solomon Doobie in the building. Can we get a hand clap yeah, for, yeah, for my yeah, guy? Yeah. Here? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. You good? Can you talk to the mic a little closer? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so before we get to you, I, I think this is like a celebratory moment. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, we got the champagne popping. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, should we, uh, can we get someone to pour this out for us? Um, Brandon, you want to come help us out? Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Get these bottles. Popped. Yeah, man. Um, but no, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you, bro. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We definitely appreciate it. We've been, you know, we pay attention from a distance. I know Erm does. I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we jump sure. into kind of Cafe Oval, I feel like we should take it back a little bit. Um, talk about your upbringing. You know what I mean? Um, right. So where did where did you grow up? You grew up in Seattle. Grew up in Seattle. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And how could you say that shaped you as far as like you know where you're at? You you know the man you are today. How did how did growing up in this city kind of shape that for you? Uh, man, uh, probably in like many different ways, honestly. Um, you know, family's been a big, big influence on me, uh, who I am. Mm -hmm. Having a community, um, you know, also plays a huge role in uh, who we are and, you know, um, what we become, you know, um, our environment, friends, who we kick it with. So uh, it's been it's been a blessing to just be able to, you know, learn from a lot of people, a lot of people ahead of me yeah. who... You know, probably had a lot of struggles and, you know, haven't had the chance or opportunity to either go to school or, um, or, you know, do much. You mm -hmm. know, so, you know, mm -hmm. a little say that. You so know, the community well. kind of, like, watching the community and, and kind of other people, other examples in the community kind of shaped um, in terms of, like, what you wanted to do and how you didn't want to do things, right? Yeah. So in both ways, right? Okay. You know, you've got, you've got a lot of uh, street activity people mm -hmm. that have grown up in poverty that yeah. uh, either can, you know, influence you. And we've seen a lot of people follow down that path and um, a lot of people have lost their lives. And so it's like, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. grateful that I didn't head down that path. Yeah, it didn't influence you in a negative way. Yes. Okay, definitely. for sure, for sure. That's definitely. good, man. That's good. I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's important where you come from, right? Yes. It, it plays a big part in who you become. Oh, man. The, the people that surround you, you surround yourself with. Yeah. So, um, no, definitely, bro. Major. Definitely. That's good. That's good to hear. Definitely. So, um, what were like some of the, some of like your dreams, aspirations, like growing up as a kid? Man, yeah. you know, same thing as everybody else. I <laughs> want to make it to the league. Get to this yeah. money. <laughs> like, Get to too. this money. That too. 
that you know we thought we were superstars. We were trying to trying to get to the NBA level, and yeah, get some money, you know. But hoop uh, dreams, hoop dreams, yeah. I mean, everybody had hoop dreams, but yeah. um, I think uh, over time it became reality to me that you know that, that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> everybody hits that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it was fun, but you know, at least we were 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 you know aspire to do something mm -hmm. you know and that's probably one of the segues that kind of led towards uh the next the next level. Step. like oh shoot okay you know i know i'm not gonna go to the nba or no i'm not gonna hoop for the rest of my life okay what am i gonna do mm. you know so mm. there was a point in my time in my life where it was just like all right i gotta figure this out yeah i gotta i gotta figure out what my success is gonna be i think that's the hardest thing though for like black males growing up is like all we're fed is images of entertainers mm -hmm. and yeah. athletes right mm -hmm. Um, and then those who aren't in that category, we don't really get exposed to that, right? So, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. so kind of leads into this next question. So, you know, obviously, when you go into business for yourself, you have to have a clear vision, right? In terms of what you want to do, definitely. But how early did you kind of start developing that vision for yourself? Like, was it in your teen years? Was it you know kind of a little bit later after that? Or no, at what point? It was all, it was all in college. It was all in school. Okay. Um, you know, what, uh, what school did you go to? I went to Eastern. I'm okay. An Eagle. Shout out to the Eagles. Hey. Shout out to the Eagles. <laughs> I'm like a ha I'm like a halfsy. I went there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you yeah. guys are. We're not bringing it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, I was grateful enough to have a lot of people around me. My friends and family, you know, mm -hmm. I had my cousin with me. I had a, it was a big community, especially in the East African community, as far as at that point, particular point in time, mm -hmm. um, where you know we uh, we supported each other. And so a lot of the conversations we used to have, we'd sit around and talk about like, well, okay, what are we gonna do after this? Like, yeah, uh, you know, there was always the idea. Like, I've always had the idea. Like, I'm, I know for sure I'm not gonna work for nobody. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it wasn't with that. Like, it, I, I think I just knew myself. I just knew mm -hmm. the fact that like, man. I, I got to figure this out. I, like I see other people doing this. Like man, I think I can do something. Yeah. You know? And um, the the inspiration, the I don't know what it, what came over me, but there was a point in time where I just realized, man, maybe maybe it's coffee. Mm -hmm. I knew it was something. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but um, I, I you know. Like was there were there signs that you kind of picked up along the oh, way yeah. that kind of just spoke out to you? Oh, like, yeah. You know, it's, it's about paying attention to those signs. Course. So what were some of those signs that you kind of picked up on? So originally it started with one of my friends. Um, he he's almost like a mentor, really. Um, especially at that time, he was a lot older than me, but he was in school with us. Okay. Um, and so he had came across a book. He had read a book, and you know, he started really really digging deep into like thought and like you know. Um, you know your your inner subconscious and like you know what you feed it you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he had me read the book and it was just like inspiring i was like oh shit i don't even remember the, the name of it or nothing i remember reading a few chapters of it and i was just kind of like what the fuck like okay yeah this is real you yeah know? um but so so w with that being said it, i knew that i needed to inject myself with something that i wanted to have like mm -hmm. passionately you know mm -hmm. like what was it like what do i want to do mm -hmm. and so um there was a point in time where I was, I was, I was, I tell the story all the time, but I dropped my mom off to work one morning and, um, I had, it was early in the morning. I was tired. I was like, man, I don't want to drop you off to work. Yeah. I'm trying to do this, you know? And so she's like, get up, you got to take me. Yeah. So I took her, uh, I took her and I was, I was pissed off, but I took her and, um, we get to downtown where she works and I had passed up, a uh, it was like a big, like U-Haul truck and it said something, something coffee on it. I'm I'm at the light. My mom's got a little cup of boon, you know. She's yeah, sipping yeah, herself. Yeah. And I look at her. I look at the truck. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. You know, everybody drinks coffee. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, a, this is a drug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But um, 
it, I felt like as if like there was opportunity, mm. you know, especially I started thinking I was running through my mind like, man, I, I've never seen any like Ethiopian coffee shop. Like, mm-hmm. oh, mm. shit, you know, the more I started digging deep into it, I was mm. like, I started Googling when I got home. Like, I, I mean, for months I would just do research like, hold on, what's going on? Like with the coffee industry as far as like yeah. Ethiopian coffee. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen all these coffee shops. I see Starbucks. I see Tully's, you know, at that point, those are the only two that I knew. Mm-hmm. But when I realized that there's this other coffee company, I'm like, hold up, man what's going yeah. on and i started reflecting like okay I, you know i know all the like restaurants or uh typical restaurants ethiopian restaurants mm-hmm. like the rich restaurants yeah. that you see in seattle and i was like man i don't really see anything out there that's like really like artisan coffee like mm. you know like that focused on it and you know us being east african ethiopian like we got coffee in the backyard like, yeah nothing it grows wild you know and so um that kind of you know that sparked it for that's, you that sparked it you okay know? and then from there it was just a matter of kind of like filling in the gaps yeah and, you know seeing if i was really passionate about doing this or not and then finding the confidence in doing it and saying oh shit like you know i'm not i'm not to do coffee yeah i'm not to try to get in this game and, yeah you know sell coffee and at first it was it was all about you know trying to do it big you know it's like oh shit i want to i want to bring in you know crates of this mm. i'm doing research i'm seeing what they're doing i'm finding out how much it costs so you're, you're talking more so distributing coffee distributing as opposed coffee. to having your own shop yeah okay, okay. yeah that's how it started yeah. it was all about distributing coffee um i had an idea i'd break down like the numbers and i'd sit there and like i mean this is like over you know a few years of process mm-hmm. and, like trying to figure out the industry so while i was in school every assignment that i that i had to do whatever it was I okay mean, you know if it was so at what point of college is this is this freshman this is, year sophomore nah, year this is junior like, this is like junior year okay this is junior year okay um it's a great year to start yeah, yeah. For real though. <laughs> seriously i mean yeah yeah for sure ticking you know what you're gonna do i mean it yeah. also helped me complete college because at that same time i'm like you know i was passionate enough to to educate myself i i, I learned that i need to continue to learn and mm-hmm. i was i was i was inspired by that i was like damn man i'm about to you know get into this game i gotta know everything i need to know and so then that was like hold up i can't just you know distribute coffee yeah i don't even know coffee like that mm-hmm. so so my focus started to sh- kind of shift and i started to look at it in a bigger picture like okay wait this is not going to be just a you know tomorrow get rich scheme mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like okay hold on i gotta actually understand my product i actually have to like serve my product build a vision yeah i have to build a brand yeah like that. definitely and yeah. so um it was like man let me let me let me scale down and start you know start start with like the bottom of the bottom and that's the coffee shop mm-hmm. you know and so for me it was like okay I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna open up a coffee shop yeah i'm gonna serve coffee and i'm gonna see how customers react and i'm gonna see if they love it i'm gonna see if i can actually put something together that's even comparable to a lot of the coffee shops that you see in the city and so from there, it was just like, man, one step at a st- one step in stone at a time. You know, it's like yeah. build this, build this, build this, and then build that, and then you know, move my way up. And so okay. I'm grateful. You know, I've got a 10 year plan, and shit, I'm like halfway through it, and I'm like, yeah, oh my that's God, cool. This is beautiful. Like you know, every time I accomplish something, I'm like, oh my God. Like I remember thinking or sitting back and like visualizing that. Oh man, but it seems so far away. So talk about that. So visualizing, because we we t- me and Erm talk about that all the time. Like yeah. you have to envision yourself. Like, I'm sure at that time you're envisioning yourself in the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. Uh, interacting with customers, oh. right? Cleaning up after, closing Every up, day. opening up, right? Yes. Um, and, and I know you probably, you know. Definitely. Definitely yeah. can relate so, to that, too. Yeah, I was thinking, like, what were some of the steps you took, like, mm-hmm. after you got out of college, you know? Yeah. So what were, like, one of the first steps? Because, you know, once you get out of college, yeah. reality hits. Yeah. You're like, all right. What the oh, fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm out here now. You know, so. yeah. What am I about to do? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, graduated, left, and still had the passion. And um, 
first year just like everybody else i kicked it i didn't do nothing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do anything i didn't get a job i, I didn't do nothing that was, that's the i made it mindset right yeah like, i made it i did mm -hmm. that Seriously. Yeah. and I'm you good. know kind of have to go through that because you know we've been in school for damn near 20 30 years 25 years or mm. so you know and so um i took a year off and just chilled and then um got a part-time job and but on my on my free time what i would do is i would i would just you know research and see who i can connect with mm. so i ended up connecting with a couple of nonprofit organizations that uh do funding and so i was like man okay well you know i can get the capital and i got to build out the rest of my business plan yeah. i already had like sort of a, a rough draft of what that would look like mm -hmm. just from school and sitting mm -hmm. back at school and kind of just drafting up stuff you know and um or utilizing the tools that were around me it's like okay you know i got a buddy that's in financing i got a buddy that's in you know management or yeah. something you know and i literally would sit back with them and they'd be like you're crazy and i'd be like no nah, let me use your book real quick you know wow. <laughs> seriously wow. so i yeah. take material okay. from that and apply it and i'll take the you know the ideology behind do you feel like they didn't the need to know what the reasoning was right like you, like when you ask them for those resources and stuff like that mm. and they're like what are you trying to do with this you know and you're like don't worry about it just give me that shit like <laughs> nah, i, I got like a plan it. you know yeah. I, I was i was very open about it actually. Okay. okay i was very open about it i was very passionate about it so okay. it's like any, I, like i said i related to anything i did was I, I would do an assignment on an argumentative essay and I would find an argument in the okay. coffee culture and especially yeah, with Delpe. Yeah, and connected. And that helped me learn a lot. That helped me like, you know, pick up a lot of different things and um, you know, got me to where I'm at did today. That, but, did that yeah. help you though? Like so obviously trying to reconnect um coffee to its essence, right? Ethiopia. Like did that help you kind of um I guess take 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 away the mindset of okay i'm just starting another business it's more so like this is something that matters that's needed oh yeah that is culturally important and impactful oh definitely so is that kind of something that helps you propel and continue and stay persistent yeah definitely um you know even even back then i would i would always envision a a community building you know mm. a business that 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 also is involved in social um well-being and you know community building so um I would, you know, I would envision what that would look like. And it was just like, okay, well, how, how can I apply what, what I'm doing here and have some type of connection with, you know, either uh, a community back home in Ethiopia, which would be, you know, in my field, a coffee yeah. village, a coffee farm. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. I was always inspired by, I don't know if you guys um, know, um, uh, gosh, I'm lost words right now. Um, there's a cat out here who, uh, uh, Ezra, I'm sorry. Uh, Israel, Israel, Israel is a uh, is a another big, huge uh, leader in the community. Um, you probably don't hear about him too much, but he's done so much for Ethiopia. It's like, yeah. what the heck? Like, if you literally Google his name and like look at polio and what he's done for for Ethiopia as far as eliminating polio, it's like, wow. damn, this guy's out here. He's you know unsung hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? you, do you know who he is? I think so. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So he uh, he he runs he runs a, a bunch of uh well one in particular um state farm agency but mm. um, he does a lot of different real estate. I know who that yeah. is. You yeah. got some insurance from him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I might need it though. But he's been a big he's been a big impact in the community. But you know, I was always inspired by the fact that he would go back home and do something and be like, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and and that was always I actually ran into him in Ethiopia when I was out there doing my research on coffee. I ran into him at the yeah. airport with, yeah. with a lot of you mm -hmm. know doctors and stuff. And I'm like, okay. oh shit, you're oh, really yeah, doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Shit. You know? It ain't just talk. That's yeah, not he's talk. really doing it. So um, as far as like you know, um, you know, giving back or being, you know, trying to help build a community, I've always envisioned that. And so so somewhere we want to get to. So this is something I want you to touch on because obviously with this platform, we want people who are watching, um, listening to kind of be able to pull and, and draw from your story and your experience, right? Yeah. And, and going down that road. 
Um, now, most entrepreneurs, I feel like they they harbor their their feelings, mm. right, and their plans and their ideas and their visions, mm. and they protect it sometimes, right? Because you don't want to just share it to anybody. Right. You don't want to share your plan, especially it's a greedy ass world, right? Right. Yeah, like, right. Especially like intellectual property and trying to protect your shit. Yeah. So like, how open were you out the gate? Like, were you open just telling people this is my plan, this is the name oh, of the brand, man. or were you kind of like? Dude. I talked about it every day. Selective, okay. To every single yeah. person I ran okay. into, it, like I was. Just, uh, that's just no skepticism. No skepticism, like nah, at nah, all. I mean, if, nah, okay, not at all. I mean, so it's, it's, I, I'm a type of person like if I, like information, resource, whatever it is, I share it. Okay, you know, I don't, I don't really look at like oh, this guy's gonna you know steal my idea yeah, and try yeah. to do mm-hmm. something, or or they're gonna be a competition to me or anything like that. It's like nah, not at all. You and know? I'm sure it helped you to be open about it, right? It did. Okay. It did. Okay. It allowed me to kind of, you know, iron out what what it was that I wanted to do. And so I'd get feedback from a lot of different people. And they'd be like, oh, man, you know, look. Oh, shit, I know That's you're real. doing this. And, yeah, it is. you know, they'd be That's like, real. oh, hey, here's some resources. Here's some information. Here's this and that. It's like, that's how it should be, you know. There are other communities that really, you know, are very, very much open about the resources and opportunities yeah. that they have. So um, one thing that they do is they share it. And so for me at that particular time, I was so passionate about it. I'm telling everybody I know, mm-hmm. you know, even that if they're is, shooting me yo, down. That's, um, that's crazy. Cause remember I was telling you like these past two years, I've been going to different networking mm-hmm. events and things like that. And kind of explaining the idea of this platform and, and what it is and what mm-hmm. it, what its purpose is. And I didn't know it, but mm-hmm. subcon- subconsciously I was doing like mini surveys with each conversation I was yeah, having. That, right. Like, exactly. And then as added, as it added up, I'm like, yo, I got a lot of good responses from every conversation. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something I think um, it helps build your confidence. Exactly. Most people should. Mind. Most people should do that. Then, yeah. right? Okay. I, I, th- I mean, I believe so. If you, that's how, you know, you're gonna hold yourself accountable to it too. Yeah. You know, you go around and tell everybody, and then next thing you know, you see them the next year. They're like, "Hey, you still doing that coffee thing you're talking about?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm still working <laughs> yeah. on it." Or, you know, yeah, yeah. or if not, then you that's know, real. You're just a one, one time talker. You just, you know, you that's real. One time. And that's what you it. been or, on, or dog? The, or that conversation could turn into like, oh, I got somebody for you. You're still doing that, blah, yes. blah, blah. And then that's how you get, yes. you know, your network. So Yes. And yeah, it builds rapport. And it builds yeah. your, your ability to, you know, again, hold yourself accountable and be like, yep, I said I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if, and this is, this is an example of, you know, everything I've done is an example of saying, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And so anything else from here on out, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm really going to do it. It's all execution, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's all about execution. Yeah. It's all about Definitely. execution. I wouldn't even say it if I know I can't even execute it. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'd love to build a tower downtown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a I lofty goal. I going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but if the opportunity arises and there's a chance that I can do it and I see myself like, okay, hold up. Here are all the pieces to the puzzle. Can I put this together? Oh, my God. Look, I kind of can. And I'm mm. about yeah. to. You know? And so yeah, now I'm at the point where, like, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, yeah, definitely. I'm okay. 100% okay. I'm going to do it. So um, one thing I wanted to ask you, too, I know there's probably some roadblocks that oh, you probably ran into. Roadblocks. And uh, I just want to know, like, how did you adjust to that? You know what I mean? And roadblocks? Like, yeah. How do you swerve? Man, it's learning experience, man. You just know that when you, when you, t- when you like, how do I say this? When you know that there are going to be multiple roadblocks, mm-hmm. you eventually learn how to get around them. If you're not going to go around it, you're going to jump over it, you're going to go under it, you're yeah. going to break a wall, you're going to figure it out, you know? So there's, there's never a point in time where it's like, like I, I deal with challenges every day, you know what I'm saying? I think we all do. Like, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it's, 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 it's difficult. Um, but 
I've gotten I've gotten good at it. I've gotten good at just sort of like oh shoot, you know. It was crazy the other day. I was like, man, things are going too good right now. Something's about to come up. <laughs> <laughs> Something's about to come up. It is can't that, be that, that easy. Is that considered anxiety? Or like, <laughs> I, I have that shit all the time. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, this is too good to be true. This is too like, good I'm to like, be true. You know, where you at, devil? I know you on you're your coming, way. You're, you're coming creeping. out. You're coming out. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes you be like, oh, man, it's about For to be real. bad. And then it'll look like it's bad, but it's not that bad. It's like, oh, hold on. Um, I can solve this issue. I can solve this problem. Mm-hmm. You know? And you solved it. Yo, so... Okay, so let's kind of fast forward. So the vision's clear, right? Yeah. The plan's in place. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's talk about occupy, or building the actual cafe itself, right? Oh. Like the, the actual space. Yeah. Um, you have an interesting story about that, yeah. and it has to do with a lot of um, tearing down oh, yeah. and building up, right? And so th- that, that, that relates to challenges, you know, or things that, you yeah. know, you're like, oh, man, the contractor's not going to come. Who's going to okay. do this for you? Yeah. Oh, you, you ran out of money. What are you about to do? Yeah. So you were you were in a convenience store, right? Mm-hmm. It used to, so the Cafe Alvo used to be a convenience store. Yes, it used okay. to be a convenience store. Okay. So jumping into the convenience store was something that a friend of mine, we were both in conversation, and somebody put me together it was like oh hey you know he knew I was, my cousin was actually he knew that I was looking for a spot I was actually looking at a spot downstairs uh, downtown and um I was you know going through just the normal stuff of trying to get the lease trying to get the finances get it all put together mm-hmm. I had the, the plan and everything and again I was working with the with the community capital development which uh was going to provide me with the access to the capital okay um, but they were also mentoring me and helping me out, building that's out dope. my, building that's out dope. my, uh, I think that's the side people don't really mm-hmm. get is like, mm-hmm. they just look at how much money they, um, funded, but you said they mentored you along the oh, way. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's helped dope. me, help me iron out my business plan. Dope, um, dope. I still stay in contact with his name's Michael coffee. Shout out Mike. But, oh, yeah. wow. Does he go by Mike? How I run it. I'm calling Mike. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out Mike. His name's Michael coffee, yeah, okay. but he, he drinks tea. He's a tea yeah. guy. Uh, his okay. last name's coffee, but <laughs> nah, he, uh, he was there on my side for a long time. And then, um, uh, so the opportunity with the shop, um, a friend of mine was, I was in conversation with somebody kind of telling them, Hey, there's this opportunity. Some dude was trying to sell their, sell their space or something like that. And I didn't, I didn't think about it. I was like, Oh no, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to finish this project. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of, me and him were kind of talking and it was like, Oh, you know, Hey man, we can put this together. We can actually, you know, run this coffee. We can run the shop. Um, we could sell white tees and switchers and, <laughs> yeah, and right. you know, it was great. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I'm glad I did it. Um, and so we met up with the dude and we, he just automatically was like, dude, like, you know what I'm saying? I love the fact that you guys are young and you guys want to do something. Um, here's the opportunity, um, you know, and, you know, all said and done, finalized the deal, got in there. It was a hole in the wall, needed a lot of work. Mm. Uh, so we started building. We started, like, cleaning it up a little bit, you know, bringing in more more products and, you know, kind of applying some of the things that us as, you know, Americans would naturally you know mm-hmm. adapt to it's like oh you have to have this product you yeah. Have to. yeah so that was all that was all for me that was like an internship like i ran that Dope. shop and it was an internship it was, it was a yeah. way for me that's to that's a good way to look at business. it yeah Great i just way. tell myself that all the time like this is just an internship i'm not trying to get rich off of this this is like something that's going to teach me how to be in business and then i'm gonna figure it out from there if i can survive for the first people need years, to hear this bro this is that's a dope way to think of things and so yeah that's good and but i had i had wheeled in a coffee cart i bought a little coffee cart 1500 bucks boom wheeled it in it had the espresso had the grinders had everything you know built together just mm-hmm. plug and play and it's good to go and so i wheeled that in and i, I didn't know a lick of coffee i didn't mm-hmm. know how to pull a shot I didn't so know you anything. you didn't know nothing you just yeah. you just saw like that's where i needed to put my this is what towards. i want this is what i need yeah but you never 
Mm. You never had background in like actually like barista. At, never. Com- wow. And I so, remember those. Days, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, well, machine. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I figured it. I figured out how to use it. I figured out how to pull shots of um, making coffee. At first, it sucked. Yeah, it really sucked. It was mm-hmm. horrible. And then over time, like there was some cats that lived around the corner. They were very supportive, um, and they would come all the time. And you're just like, bro, your coffee's fire. And I was like, really? Oh shit! Was like, yeah, dude, this is fire. Coming in every day. And so from there. Um, it was a matter of like, okay, man, you know, I want to turn this place or I want to open up a coffee shop. I didn't really think I was going to do it inside there. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I had the capability of doing it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but another friend of mine, she used to live upstairs. Her name's Colleen. She used to just come at me. She'd be like, bro, like, what's wrong with you, dude? Just do it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean just do it? You can't just do it. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you telling me? Just do it. Like, there's a lot of work that needs to get put together. And I think my, I think my vision of where I wanted to be at. Um, from the jump was like my expectations were really high mm. and so I didn't feel confident enough to be like okay yeah I can utilize this space mm-hmm. and so you know she pushed me we did a crowdfunding um, campaign with Indiegogo which was like man that was major that was major that was major so and you know we were we were like in tune with that as well back mm-hmm. then but is that like something you you were like banking on or is that something you were just trying like let's see if this works like was your was your plan? I mean, at that set point, on that, or was it like let's try, let's see if this works? Because that's, I mean, obviously it's not in your hands. Yeah. Right. You're you're getting people to invest their money mm-hmm, into your vision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, were you scared? Were you kind of like doubtful? Was there any doubts in your mind that it wouldn't take off the way it did? Because it did take off. Yeah, I, I don't think I really thought about that that much at that particular time. I mean, it was just like, all right, here we go. Shoot we my put shot this together. Yeah, Shoot we gotta put shot. this together. What do we need? And you know, she would, Dope. she would, you know, she was like, oh, we need a, we need you, we need you to finish this you know outline and plan et cetera, et cetera, by this date and so when the date came she was like are you ready i was like i don't know if i'm ready yet she's like well we're gonna post it i yeah. was like what so we're gonna post it let's go and she did and then we and then from there uh we got lucky you know we uh a lot of the resources that and people in the community that we had everybody supported and mm-hmm. you know um susan Susan uh, Studenvert, she she's a columnist for Seattle Times, and she wrote something in the Globalist, and then she wrote something in the Seattle Times, and then from there we just we took off. We started, mm. you know, everybody started really supporting the idea and the vision, and then um, you know we raised the money, and so from there it was just like we we're a little short, but you know it wasn't tripping. It was yeah, like, okay, I'm gonna put this together, and so. I remember one day I was just like, all right, I think today's the last day. Mm-hmm. And literally, I didn't even plan it. I just showed up to work one day. I was like, hey, yeah, today's the last day. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I shut everything down. I taped up the windows. Yeah. And I was Damn. just like, yep, this is about to happen. I didn't know what the hell I was about yeah, to do. Yeah. But Show's I canceled. <laughs> I used to sit there. I used to sit there and I would kind of I would envision it. I'd really sit there and envision the space that I had and what I had to do. And it's like, okay, we're going to tear this wall down. And we're going to make it. I'd sit there in between the doorstep. There was this door. And I used to literally sit there and kind of like look at my peripherals from both sides and be like, oh, shit, this, this is a lot of space. If I get mm-hmm. rid of those fridges, if I get rid of this, this, this move this around, oh, there's hella space. Yeah. The countertop right here. So I, I really envisioned it. I really drew it out. Mm. Um, had help from my brother. He helped me out, draw it out a couple times um, with the floor plans. And then um, I just started tearing down the walls. Mm. And just started knocking the walls down, mm-hmm. moving things around. Luckily, I had the help of... Uh, of some some carpenters who who were just like yeah come on I got you well you know yeah we'll just, yeah you know, we don't gotta pay me that much we'll just do it ourselves yeah and so um, we did that and then at the same time I was learning 
I learned how to build, yeah. learned how to use my hands. Mm-hmm. You know, I did the floors, I did most of the shell work, had them do most of the major work. Yeah. And so there'd be times where I'm sitting there by myself just putting things together. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes where I get some help. And then, you know, yeah. um, so you're, it seemed like you were locked in, right? Mm. Like focus-wise, you were just locked in. Oh, yeah. This was going to happen. Oh, yeah, it was going to Come happen. hell or high water. But, you know, a lot of people when they're building, and I'm sure a lot of people who are watching and listening can understand, like, there's moments when you're vulnerable, right? Where you're just like, am I even doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Is this even going to work? Yeah. Like, what were some of those moments for you to where you can ke- you kept it real with yourself? Like, man, what is going on right now? Like, you know, everybody <laughs> has those yeah. moments where you yeah. just kind of have self-doubt. It's just being human. Yeah. But, yeah. like, what are some things you can probably, like, reference that, that happened? Or? You know, I, I think at that particular time, I was, like, I was already building up a lot of the confidence. Okay. Um, yeah, I was scared. I was like, oh, shit, is this really going to work? Yeah. I was like, um, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And so I remember uh, I wasn't really done, done. You know, there's still a lot of work that needed to be done. Yeah. And yet, that you know, my friend Colleen was like, hey, look, it's been about six months. What's up? Are you ready? <laughs> you know, she does it again. She's like, you ready? <laughs> we, we're going to open up. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, we're going to set it March 15th. That's it. I was like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to be ready for that. She's like, dude, don't trip. She's like, don't think that you need to be you know a plus right now it's like it's cool just start off with a c and you'll be fine yeah you know you can build your way on or build your way up from there just start just start, just start. the attempt we were talking about that earlier um like i feel like the attempt in itself is a win right mm-hmm. just just attempting mm-hmm. it right taking that shot it's huge it's, it's a win in itself mm-hmm. right yep because yep. um, you're not second guessing yourself after no. you know in case you passed up the shot like yeah. we we're talking about yeah 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 so that's good that's dope so that's good started and we just you know we opened up it was a c it had a lot of stuff i needed to finish up some things that weren't you know it was fun though right oh yeah yeah i think that's the side people don't understand like it's fun that's actually enjoyable right it's a lot man seeing people's reaction every day you know every day when i see people's reaction to the space and it's just like what the hell this is crazy wow yeah. you know either from they've been there before and they see what it looks like now or they come in there and this is their first time ever in this space and they're like mm-hmm. man i didn't think this coffee shop like this existed and you're probably like dog this ain't any shit this ain't nothing yeah. this is <laughs> this <laughs> nothing like what's in my head right now what's like, in my head is <laughs> this was like <laughs> yeah a year ago exactly that's dope that's where dope. i want to take it is uh is is is, is, is yeah, down the road. It's That's dope. Nice. Were you always into culinary arts, like cooking and stuff like that? Because I was nah, not, like, a, not at all. I've had the food. It's good. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Not at all. Uh, you know, blessing to my boy E. You know, he came out here from D.C. and he put me on, you know. Okay. He really put me on. And that's part okay. of that, like, you know, sharing that, um, you know, sharing your, your skill sets or, you know, whatever you can, information or whatever whatever it is. And he came in and he really put us on and he... Uh, he taught me everything I know as far as cooking, but I knew how to cook kind of, Okay. you know, it, okay. was, it was all right. But it, and then again, you know, he was there for a short period of time and he, t- he did take off and we did, you know, try to adjust and try to, you know, replicate what, what he taught us, and, yeah. you know, also perfect it at the same time. And, you know, when you're doing something, you know, every single day, you know, yeah. by the end of the You're only going to get better, right? You're going to get better. You're going to start flipping that stuff behind your back. Definitely. So, um, one question I have for you too was, uh, what's the what's the story behind the name? Oh, the name. Avil. Yeah, the name Avil. Uh So, in the beginning, while I was in school, I was coming up with a bunch of different names, and uh, I was sitting down with my aunt and not, um, and we were just going back and forth. I was like, "And not, what do you think of this?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, oh." She was like, well, "Use it." Uh, she just, you know, we collaborated and put put it together, and it just. 
it was marvelous, you know. And I was at that particular time, I was scared because I was like, "Oh my God, somebody else is gonna come up with this name. Yeah. Or they're gonna take this name." Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so Avol obviously is, uh, you know, it's pronounced in many different ways. It's Avol, Avol, Avol. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I really stuck with Avol and spelled it out a little different, mm. and that's just because I, that's just the way I preferred it. Yeah. You know, it looked, I had it with the B, and I was just like, "Make oh, it unique, like, though. It's yours." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Maybe let me add the V. The V looks better," you know. Yeah. I had my boy Minkus really putting together a lot of the graphic design or. Shout out Mika. Yeah, shout out Mika for real. So he put that he put he put me on with that and um and so yeah, Avol, first cup of uh or first first real pot out of the Ethiopian coffee culture, Mm -hmm. Ethiopian origin, and you got that, you know, the Jebana. And so um, you know, everybody refers to the first round of coffee as Avol. Or mm-hmm. I will. I'm gonna call mm-hmm. it Avol. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You guys know, yeah, yeah. You know, you know <laughs> mean Let them know, man. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people are like, what Avol? What's that? What, what is that meaning? And they'll yeah. ask me, and I'll, I'll interpret them. They'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, yeah, so that's the meaning of it. And to me, that means you know the fresh, fresh pot and the, you know the richest coffee that mm. you're gonna get. And so. You know, people love the coffee that they get. You know, the you mentioned so you mentioned that you incorporated obviously the culture using yeah. the Gemini. Um and being in Seattle, which is I would say is like the mecca of, of coffee mm-hmm. with Starbucks here and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Two part question: So, was that kind of intimidating knowing that you're coming into a market that's obviously like dominated by the biggest coffee chain in the world? And um, in regards to the Gemini, because I've seen Starbucks use the Gemini in some of their marketing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So did that kind of bother you or were you kind of like, let me really show them what it's about? Is that what? Uh, I think, so like I, I would I would go to coffee shops and I would go to Starbucks and I've seen seen the image that you're talking about with the Gemini yeah. and they yeah. got a bunch of their coffee a lot shops. Of, a lot of spots, yeah. And mm-hmm. they're, they're using it as marketing, but um, nobody knows what that is because they can't experience it. And For so sure. Starbucks can't really replicate something that can, I mean, down the road maybe, but um, that, that's something sacred to to that East African coffee culture. For sure. Um, and so, I you know I, I introduced it. I knew what to do with it. I know I had my mom. I had my aunt bring it in. I had my mom you know go through the marination process mm-hmm. of marinating yeah. the, the pot, and um, she taught me how to do it. And so from there, I already knew how to do. I already know how to make jebana. Yeah. I used to do it for my mom when I was a kid, so it wasn't yeah wasn't new. Mm-hmm. And the science behind it was really you know. Um, similar to understanding like you know different methods and different ways of brewing coffee yeah you've got your espresso you've got your pour over your french press you've got your drip or whatnot but you don't really see the jebana and so the way i introduced it was a little different we didn't want to do the ceremony style mm-hmm. you know i really wanted to give the control or the experience to the consumer and allow them to mm. you know sit back so kind of have that balance you yeah. don't want you because you obviously don't want to compromise the culture you don't want right? to compromise mm-hmm. but at the same time you do want to make it uh, an experience, yeah, an experience. enjoyable experience for yeah. everybody. Make it more universal. Yeah. Okay. So now when I sit at the shop and I see like five, six, seven people with a Jevena on the table, it's like, damn, mm-hmm. here you go, mm-hmm. doing something. They right. learning. Yeah, you know? They, they learning. They getting. They waking up. up. And so now, actually, not to say, I don't know if it was, you know. Uh, I recently spoke to a couple people, uh, and they're saying that people in Addis Ababa are actually starting to do it the way that I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they took it from me or they've been doing it for years. But in, when I went there, they wasn't doing it. But um, yeah. You know, you can go and order yourself a Jebana and they'll bring it to your table and you don't have to have that entire, you know, traditional aspect mm-hmm. where, you you know, you got your mom freshly roasting the beans yeah, yeah, and going yeah. through the whole process. Yeah. Um, and I feel like not everybody fight. deserves that anyways, you know. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Um, so 
what do you okay like you you obviously been talking a lot about the grind and the commitment and obviously the hard work you put in but like as far as you just you know solomon like yeah. what do you what do you do in your free time like what's something that kind of takes your mind off things you know like you're not always yeah you know business 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 there's that there has to be other things that kind of take up your time you know yeah. something that you kind of use as leisure maybe a hobby you may have picked up i don't know like so lately it's been carpentry work okay i've just been just trying to build build stuff okay know? just got done kind of not done yet but kind of redoing my mom's kitchen okay and, and then in all my free time, I got back into working on cars. So I'm working on my Elko again. So I I'm heard. About yeah. that. I heard uh, the piece that uh, Fletcher did on yeah, the, Fletch um, on the up, up and up. You can go check it out now at Food for Thought. Yeah. He talked about the El Camino. Yes, my El Camino. And how it's kind of like symbolic of like evolution in a sense, right? Like mm. you're seeing it evolve, right? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, I mean, and you're evolving yourself. And Cafe Oval's evolving, so it's kind of like they're all intertwined or in interconnected. I guess it's yeah. just the fruits of the labor, just yeah. putting in all the all the energy into it. You know, um, I've I've always had a passion with cars and worked on cars since I was a kid, and it's just like um, I still got my first car, still got my Cutlass. I, they said they talked about that. <laughs> Streets was talking about that. I still yeah. got my Cutlass. It's parked up. It's right in front of the El Camino, but I'm gonna get to that. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to you. I talked to, to your brother. Next. He was telling me. Um, they said they used to. Uh, Refer to you as uh, the dude who was uh, 17 with 23 inch rims. <laughs> the dude who's 17 with 23s. It's, it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. Man. It was fun. Me and my cousin, we used to work on cars with his kids, and he would, uh, uh, he had a Monte Carlo, I had my Cutlass, and um, we'd go to the junkyard like every weekend. Like that was our thing. We'd just try to soup it up and make yeah. it look nice. Man, I can't lie. Like I still got some pictures of of it when it was sitting on some. It was twenty twos, but you know back then. I keep them clean though. I keep, <laughs> keep them clean though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only it one scraping. inch. It's one inch. If it was ten inches lower, it'd be like all right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, that was that was a that was that was a different that was a different time in my life. Yeah, so, but I mean, I just bring that up because obviously you got you got to have a balance, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, obviously you got to be able to spend time with your family and your friends. And man, for the longest, I wasn't able to do that. Yeah. For and speak longest. to that as well. That's a sacrifice, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, man, you know, it's been two years, man. I mean, time be flying. It seems like it's been 10, but it's yeah. been two years since this, since the cafe has been open. Um, but I've been in that building for five years now, going on six. And um, wow. Yeah. That's so major. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of sacrifice, a lot of, uh, a lot of energy put into, into the goal. And, um, you know, it took me away from a lot of different things. It took me away from people. Uh, but it also shaped me. Yeah. You know? And it also built my connections and built my network. And so you know, I have this fun. interesting uh, thing about, like, obviously I feel like with our support circles, friends, whether it be friends, family, um, there's, like, people who can grow with you mm -hmm. and people who just watch you grow. Yeah. Right? And it's not like you're cutting people off, but it's kind of like they're not adjusting to where you're going and how you're evolving. Yeah, it's Did you deal with that? Oh, yeah, it's natural. Natural. I, I probably lost a lot of friends, mm. but I mean, I don't think I lost friends. You didn't I lose them. See, yeah. I just don't see them as often. Yeah. You know, when when I see them, it's love. It's the same love yeah. that I've always had. And you know, it's just different evolution paths. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm just. That's how I look at it. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's difficult, you know, because you just naturally adapt towards, you know, the folks that are going to help you keep you alive. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I got, I'm networking with these folks because we were supposed to be working on a project, but then you become friends. You know, and just like, oh, shoot, what are you doing tomorrow? You ain't doing nothing. Come on, let's link yeah. up. And at the same time, all of our conversations is all about. It's like-minded. Mm -hmm. Everything, everybody's like-minded. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Definitely, That's definitely. dope. We were talking about the mindset, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. The okay. mindset you got to yeah, have. You have to. Um, Different mentality. So talk about kind of, so we know where you started, but like right now, 
2018, mm. right? You, 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 business is booming. It's a success. Um, what kind of mindset do you have now? Obviously, right? It's not like the, like, obviously you're probably still hungry. Mm. You know, you're on that grind. But, like, your mindset probably changes a little bit, right? Does, does it Has it shifted? Yeah, in many different ways. Okay. Um, just, you know, the things that I do every day. Um, at least, like, I think I'm quicker at, at resolving situations or figuring out situations or things, you know, like I don't, uh, I don't wait till tomorrow. Mm. I'm, I'm I, like something. One of my older friends he used to, his older cat. He, um, he would, he would call me and he'd be like, "Hey Solomon, I need you to do something for me. I need you to call somebody and uh, ask them if they've got da, 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 or something, you know." And I'd be like, "Okay, yep." And the, the old me would be like, "And this is, this is him. T- he taught me, you know. I had to go through this, and this is when I realized, like, oh man, he's right, you know." But um, he'd be like, "Yeah, call him, right?" And so. The old me would probably be like, oh, yep, yep, I'm going to call him. And probably not get to it till the next day or the day yeah. after because, you know, I'm busy doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And so, um, but he would call me back like in five minutes and be like, yo, did you call him? I'm like, yeah. nah, I didn't call him yet. I'm about to call him. <laughs> That's how I am with this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to call him in five minutes. But, you know, he then he stopped me and he was just like, listen, you know, you're running a business, you're doing this, you need to start doing stuff now. It's like if, I, if people ask you to do something, you better do it now. Yeah. Don't waste your time. You you got 24 hours. You probably don't got 24 hours right now because you're gonna go to sleep for the mm-hmm. seven True. or eight or True. maybe six, five. Who mm-hmm. knows? You know. So get it done. It's like whatever it is. And so that just taught get it me. Done. Yeah, that taught me to just you know something. We're gonna put something together. Oh, quickly call all your resources. Bam. Can you do this for just me? Just get it out the Boom. way. Can yeah. You, yeah. you know, because if exactly. you, you gotta knock out as much things as you can in a day. Yeah. And so that kept me busy. You mm. know, kept me busy. And so. Um, I would just continuously pile on more tasks and more stuff. So now it's easier for you to just kind of get it done right then and there. Yeah. Not ponder over it and think no, about it. No. All right. Well, we got a special surprise for you. Nah. Um, yeah. 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 We've been thinking about that. We've been pondering this ourselves. Um, so the reason I asked you about your mindset now is because I don't know if you remember, we did an interview with you. Yeah. On the late sesh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about three years ago. Was it three years ago? Three years ago. It was right. 2015. Years. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so we pulled a clip from that interview, okay. And we want to we want you to hear what your mindset was when you were starting out back then. <laughs> cool, come on. All right, let's play. It. Um, you know, to be honest, it's like for me, it's always been about envisioning what I wanted. And you know, one of the biggest challenges that I've noticed and that I had throughout the whole entire process was building the confidence amongst what you want to do mm-hmm. and knowing for sure that's what you want to do, you know? Yeah. And me, it just, it just, it was, it was coffee. And in the beginning it was like, well, you know, you know, damn, coffee? Like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. You know, I'd bring it up to certain people and I'd talk to people about it. And, you know, I'd be like, damn, you know, I think I want to explore coffee. And I was like, what? What do you want to do coffee for? You know, ah, da, 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 you know? And, it, it, it just, you know, the 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 fire just sparked, and I just I went for it. And fear, I, you know, tossed it to the side. Yeah. And you know, and it was it was for me it was the big the biggest thing was about becoming an expert. So mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of competition. It was. And we'll end it right there. We'll end it right there. But so you talked about that right three years ago. Man. Three That's years crazy, ago. Crazy. And. Like, I listen back to that. And I'm like, damn. One thing that stuck out to me was you said, you said, you said fear, you said fear, you tucked it to the side. 
right? Fear, yeah, of course. Like you just tucked it to the side. When you mentioned like coffee initially to people, they were like questioning, like coffee, why why are you going for coffee? You mm-hmm. know? Um, and so I think it's just, it, it's a matter of just staying true to yourself. That's something I pulled from that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, you know, it was, I was always scared. That was, the, that was that part of like building that confidence. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it was very scary just to be able to put yourself out there and be like, oh, you know, uh, this is what I'm about to do. And I'm about to be, I'm about to, I'm about to serve coffee. I'm about to, you know, and w- without everybody understanding like where I wanted to get to mm-hmm. and why I'm in this position right now. Um, because, you know, everybody's, everybody's mentality is that, oh shoot, like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm young. Oh, I'm going to buy my mom a house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, thinking that they're just going to find a million dollars laying around around the corner or something yeah. like that without putting I'll be thinking that every day, bro. Yeah, without well, <laughs> putting yourself <laughs> out there. I wish. Pay attention That's to the ground. You might find <laughs> some shit. Yeah, you, never you know? know? I don't know. But I would, you know, it just, it, it really, uh, it really, um, at that particular time, like, knowing that, oh, man, this is going to be a lot of work. Like, damn, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. This is going to be a lot of work just to get to where I need to get to. Yeah. And so you don't know if it's going to work or it's not, how people are going to react to it. It's purposeful, though. Mm, very that, much. I think that's what keeps everybody driving, right? Yeah. And I think that's something we want people to pull from your story is, you know, regardless of the obstacles that lay ahead, right, mm-hmm. the mountain that you got to climb, mm-hmm. if you can if you can live in your truth while you're trying to build it, you know, it'll be an enjoyable process. Definitely. Right? Every time you hit that summit, you're just like, oh. And then you realize how far you've gotten. You're just like, I can't go back. I got to get to the top. And so you keep going. Yeah. And, yeah, just from seeing you, i seen you break it down into, mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody just looks at a mountain. They're like, damn, looking at the top. Like, yeah. how am I going to get up there? But mm-hmm. if you're like, all right, let me just go there. There mm-hmm. first. I'm going to go there. Go there. Go there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to end up exactly. at the top, you know, so. And so that's, that, for me, that's what the shop is. That's yeah. what the shop it's is. It's strategy, about. right? It is. You're just taking your wildest dreams and then kind of rationalizing them mm-hmm. and then just executing and once you're in there and once you know how to do it once man you're gonna repeat that thing you know over yeah, and over yeah. again you're like that's it it's repetition like what like yeah. i was a f- like you know i used to sit, sit back you know you you see so many different businesses or you know you see all these big companies and corporations and you don't really understand like w- what it took for them to get there you see them at that present time where they're mm-hmm. at and, but you don't know like they went through a lot just to get here mm-hmm. and so you know just the fact that you know i had to like you know, start from the bottom. That's really. what it's about. It's like, I, we, we talk about this all the time. It's like people are infatuated with the success one has, mm-hmm. but I'm more interested with how you got to that point, mm-hmm. right? And that's something this platform we hope can serve as is like um, some context, mm-hmm. right? It's a p- platform to provide context to your mm-hmm. success, right? And I think Thank you me. telling your story is, is going to, someone's going to be watching right now who may be at a roadblock, right? And they'll hear how you overcame some of the stuff you overcame. Yeah. And we're hoping that they can draw from that. And it'll propel them past that roadblock. Man, block. I hope so too, man. I mean, I'm, I'm an open book, like I said, you know, from the beginning. So I share all my resources, my contacts, because I know how hard it is. And I know how, you know, you can be afraid, like, oh, man, wh- what do I do next? Or, you know, how do I do that? And it's like, I really want to get that spot, you know, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's as simple as just going there sometimes. Yeah, you know, talking to them. Talking to them. Yeah. And you realize, oh, shoot, that's it? I would get my business license. Like, that's it? Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One piece of paper, three questions. Right. You got your license. Fifteen bucks. That's crazy. So <laughs> for all y'all listening out there, man, just go to the couch, scrape up fifteen dollars, you know? get some change, whatever you got to do. You know. Yeah. You know. Put, so. put together a 
piece of it, you know? Yeah. And then from there, everything else will just unfold. And yeah. you'll just continue to be like, oh, okay, I got this piece and this piece, this piece, this piece. And it's just the rest of the piece to the puzzle. And then next thing you know, you've got like a bigger picture and you're like, oh, shoot, now I know where I need to go. Mm. And But um, before that, I, I know. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you could just be like, man, I want to do that, but you don't know how to do it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's something that we need to share. That's yeah. something that we need to, uh, you know, teach each other that it's, it's easy it's accessible you see you know many different races um utilize it you know we're here in the united states of america where it, whether we love it or not there's there's opportunity and you could be sitting around not trying to take advantage of it mm-hmm. and complain about everything else that's going around mm-hmm. uh, going on around you or you can really just be able to like oh i'm about to take advantage of this yeah because mm-hmm. you know i see i see folks from 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 back home come come you know Every week, I, yeah. see, I met a person who was only here two years ago. First week he got here, he was like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to do this and that. And, yeah. you know, now he's a nurse. And two years later, he's he's, he's good. He's got yeah. a house and he's got this. Yeah. It's like, we've been here for 30 yeah. years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we ain't even got our own property. Man, you know what? It's right. crazy, though. Like, because I think that's something you exemplify is like that. That's just that collaborative spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you work with community organizations from the jump, right? Yes. You try to commute, you try to commute, um, you know, collab, and I think that's important. That's you know, that's something that we need is more support, right? Um, we say this all the time. Like, it doesn't take away from me to support you, right? Mm-hmm. It won't hinder me on my path, right? It can only help the greater good mm-hmm. for all of us. Create mm-hmm. more access, you know. Yes. Um, and I think that's something that you know you will be able to provide. Right. Hopefully someone watching this who wants to go into the food service industry, maybe not even coffee, but just whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Um, they have access to you now. Right. Uh, Where can they find you at the shop? OK, where's the shop at? Let them know. <laughs> South End, Rainier, 6630. OK. Rainier Avenue South. OK. Yep. OK. Google it. Yep. No, definitely. Definitely. In the in Instagram handles and all that. Yeah. At Cafe Alvo. I, I respond to everybody. So for know, sure. I'm man. Yeah. I'm very humbled about, you know, all the opportunity I have. And so. You know, and I'm learning. I, I'm grateful right now. I'm sitting on the board of advisors to the mayor's office, and we're just, you know, helping. what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. That's insight. dope. Yeah, it's dope. We're sitting on the. Uh, this is the first table that's been put together as far as uh, uh, for for businesses to have a seat at the table to be able to, you know, um, to be able to, you know, get out there and mm-hmm. and and advocate for ourselves mm. and be able to, you know, step in where 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 you know whether it be city council or anybody else out there legislators that are writing up um different laws and trying to change up uh whatever it may be mm-hmm. where i build a lobby for that and so i'm grateful as a young entrepreneur yeah i would have sit there and you know give them my two cents my you see and that's yeah. something i think that's interesting is like as you continue to evolve and grow in the business that you started grows you expand beyond that. Mm-hmm. And now it's more like, okay, like how can I lead our community, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. How can I get in those council meetings, mm-hmm. right? And But it started with the dream. It started with the vision of yeah, building this. Totally different. And then you take that and capitalize off what you built, mm-hmm. right? But you Definitely. have ownership, right? You have creative control. And I yeah. think those are things that, you know, people need to start understanding. That's what we need. We need control, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We have ideas. We have bright ideas, like SZA would be saying. Oh, we have bright ideas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, we got to have control, too, yeah. of our ideas. Yeah. So that's and good. Like, and like going through that, you know, since you like been through it, you would be able to sit there and actually know what like these small businesses or people trying to start yeah. up need. What exactly. they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another. Yeah. It's a, it's, there's a lot of information that's um, that's out there that, you know, people just don't really realize. And yeah. sometimes it's like I sit there and I'll, I'll read a newspaper and I'll read some articles and it's like, you guys, you guys don't really know how that works, you know? Yeah. Um, and 
it just it gets very confusing you know we're dealing with something right now where the city is trying to tax uh businesses and um overall they're trying to biz- you know tax you know bigger businesses mm. um without really understanding the impact that the, the positive and the negative impact that they have mm-hmm. they definitely do have a negative impact but mm-hmm. yet at the same time there's other ways that we can kind of negotiate on how to solve different issues and so um you know I'm I'm grateful to be at the table to be like, yeah. hey, listen, like yeah. I, I, I get this, I see it, it's reality. Like you know, mm-hmm. I'm not just reading it on an article and just jumping on the bandwagon with somebody else and being like, oh, uh, you know, let's start, you know, let's move this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like okay, hold on, we're at the table. But that represent, the representation on. it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like you being there matters, right? Yeah. Um, is that a? Do you feel like I don't know, I don't know pressure at all? Like, mm. like, like I don't know how I don't know what that what the um what the what the shade spectrum looks like in that room you know what i mean I'm but for sure i'm definitely the youngest okay uh, but <laughs> is that code uh, word for black or not and that too. <laughs> youngest <laughs> there's I'm only the a few of us there is a yeah. few of us but um um it's it's i think it's more than that because you know um the mayor's office decided to bring us on for sure and be like hey we need your input we that's good you, we need you we need you on this board that's good and not just for what everybody else would think oh yeah you know using you not for not for photo ops not for photo ops mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. no pictures yeah sitting in the mayor's office we don't take no pictures mm-hmm. nobody's there to take pictures or yeah. show off that we're doing what or doing with yeah. who or nothing like that it's more so like what are we going to accomplish right now what are we going to get done you know what are we talking about what are you guys talking about mm. so um, and then that's voicing major, our opinions. Bro. That's major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's major. That's good. Definitely. That's good. And you know, we'll make sure to keep. Um, we'll we'll stay on the up and up with everything you're doing. For right? sure. Definitely. With, with that, and I think as soon uh, as there's some more resources to get put oh, yeah. on the table, I'm um man. Yeah. You were acting blasted. I'm gonna try to let us know, man. We're, we're, we'll definitely be able to you know project that message out for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do, do you have another question for him? Because I got one. I just want to kind of. Uh, What's one thing that you probably wish you would have knew while you were starting? Man. Like, looking back now, you know? It's a great question. So there's pros and cons behind that. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I definitely made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Definitely made a lot of mistakes. And there's things that I can always improve on. Um, but I don't think I'd be as strong if it was just like a manuscript that was just given yeah. to me. And just like, yo, here, read this, and this is how you do it. Because um, that that whole time I went through the through the through the internship, running the shop, <laughs> um, I built a community, I built people around me. I got to know everybody in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so that was felt that was important. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but as far as you know, anything else, I mean, it would have been greater. Uh, you know, been, there's other things that could have helped me fill that fill that void or fill that mm-hmm. build that confidence in me to just be like, you know. Uh, I used to always tell myself, damn, I wish I started five years ago. Damn, I wish I started yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And so, uh, but everything happens for a reason. And so, um, God's plan. I'm grateful. For God's sure. God's timing. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, and I know you're probably pressed for time or whatever. Um, and so, while we have you, I got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, can you give us one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Um. You only got one word. That's what I'm just letting you know. Survival. We got to survive out here. We got to maintain. We got a lot of people that, you know, depend on us, especially, you know, us as Desperos, us as the youngest generation to to, to have grown up here in this, in this system. Um, we, uh, we're put on with a lot of pressure as far as, you know, being able to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And if I can, if I can compare myself to my mom, I'm not even there yet. Yeah, she's a beast, you know, with so many things that she did. So yeah, uh, you know, raising two kids, you know, um, feeding us, mm-hmm. speaking no lick of English, we mm-hmm. interpret it to her. Yeah, and she's like, all right, I got the game plan. Yo, shut up. All right, cool. You know. <laughs> yeah. And as much as you would think, man, hey, this old lady, she don't know nothing. Like, no, she's trying to. Yeah. She's done a lot. Yeah, and but it took you growing up. Yeah. And looking back. Yeah. That's and that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Survival. We all got to survive. Surviving this jungle <laughs> called America. <laughs> that, that keeps me up, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, well, yeah, man, we definitely appreciate you coming through. Um, as as our first official guest first official of the Up and Up podcast, yeah. that's that's monumental, bro. Hell yeah. It's legendary. Nah, thank you guys, man. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for you guys because I know where you guys came from, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with the late sash and you know, yeah. you know, and I've talked to you guys personally you yeah. know, about what you guys are still trying to do. And mm-hmm. I, what was it? Probably, I don't know, a year ago, maybe the summer. Yeah. Me and you, Aaron, yeah, we were talking. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're about to do this. We're about to get this together. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I mean, somebody's got to interview you guys. Man. <laughs> you guys got into this because you yeah. guys are as, as strong as I am. I mean, that's just, I was at that point, you know, where yeah. where I didn't have anything and I had to just utilize whatever I could. But you know, I see you guys got a squad. You guys got a team together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we all inspire each other, guys. you know what I mean? That's what, That's what it's all about, it's just inspiring each other. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, you know, again, thank you for coming, you know. Thank you for speaking. Um, yeah. Much success to you thank moving you. forward with thank Cafe Avo and everything else you got going Definitely. on. Thank you. Bless us. Um, and you are officially a member of the Up and Up. Yeah, <laughs> officially. For sure. Come on. Can we, can yeah. we get a hand clap for this part? Thank you, bro. Yeah.